Now, this is a passage of Scripture and a story that I will never forget as long as I live because it's an amazing passage of Scripture. And for another reason, I have a Bible with me. This is a, uh, this is a nice uh, Cambridge uh, leather Bible. It's, uh, it's real nice. It's goat skin leather and it's leather lined because I'm serious about this up here. So, and it has print just perfect for guys that are over 60. It's called a Topaz edition in the ESV. I have one of them, this one, that I leave here at the church. It's always on my desk at the church. And I decided not long ago that I would splurge and I would buy a second copy just like it to put on my desk at home so I don't have to do the hard work of carrying a Bible back and forth. Friday is a day that I like to spend all day in my study if I can. I like to brew a big pot of coffee. I like to go up there. So there I was with my favorite expensive Bible and my coffee. Are you seeing where this is going? And uh, during my enthusiastic study of the Bible, somehow I spilled the coffee on the Bible. So I will always remember this passage of Scripture because it's coffee-stained. It's also a really significant passage that Ed just read because Luke has been introducing us to who Jesus is. And hasn't that been sweet to see who Jesus is? If your heart's right, you will never get tired of seeing who Jesus is. But now Luke is going to do something different. In addition to showing us who Jesus is, he's going to show us what Jesus came to do, why he came. And if your heart is right, you will love that. This is a significant story because of the way that Luke has arranged this material. This wasn't the first, what he, what he records here Jesus going to Nazareth, his hometown, was not the first of his public ministry, but the way Luke arranges the story for the purposes that Luke has, this is the first story of Jesus' public ministry that Luke is going to tell us. So it's symbolic of what Luke wants us to understand that Jesus is doing in this, in a beautiful way, in a very sweet way. Luke introduces us in this anecdote, in this story about Jesus visiting his hometown and reading in the synagogue and speaking in the synagogue, Luke introduces us to Jesus' mission. What, what is Jesus doing? Why did he come? And so you have, it was interesting, if you ask the question, why did Jesus come? Then you would immediately say, if you, if you read carefully, well, he was sent. He was sent. He returned in the power of the Spirit. Galilee, a report about him went through the surrounding country, taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. He was sent. He was sent in in agreement with the counsels of the Godhead. He was sent in the power of the Holy Spirit on a mission. So he was led of the Spirit, and he was empowered by the Spirit, and that's going to be really important because, not to get too far ahead of myself, but The Bible promises that that can be our experience too, that we can be sent, led by the Spirit, 
and that we can be filled with the Spirit or empowered by the Spirit. So, how'd you like that to be true about you? Hey, God sent me here, and I have spiritual power to do like the good things that Jesus did. Pretty exciting. And he's sent to do what? To proclaim. And what does he proclaim? In short, good news. Good news. I have a little gospel presentation that I like to give people. I got a chance to do this with a guy yesterday. And I like to draw it on a napkin. And we're sitting in a restaurant, I'm drawing on a napkin. And I like to get to the part where I go, that's good news, isn't it? I love to say that. I'm like, that's the Bible word gospel. It's good news. And I, and I like to explain the gospel, you know, where you get to the point where you say, Jesus wants to take your sins on himself and forgive you before you do anything good. And he wants to give you the gift of eternal life, and he wants to take your sin on himself and put his righteousness on you. That's good news, isn't it? Like, yeah, that's good. It's good news. Gospel is what the word means. If I were to tell you, well, welcome to church. All the good people are going to go to heaven. All the people that don't, aren't good enough are going to go to hell. That would not be proclaiming good news, would it? That would be like, uh-oh, 